0: Hi, I'm Sekou Remy and I'm an assistant professor at Clemson University and I'm a member of the IEEE special technical community on cloud computing. And? I'm Chad Jenkins. I'm associate professor of computer science and engineering at Brown University. Okay. Um, so what's your definition of cloud computing? So, you know... I I, I don't know exactly. No. You know, it, it, it's one of those ter- it like like the term robotics itself. Mm-hmm. You know, the cloud I don't think really means anything. You mm-hmm. know, it feels like you know like the word ro- robot comes from science fiction. Not, there's no scientific definition for what is or is not a robot. Right. Um, the cloud feels a lot like that. You know, okay. it's sort of, you know, It's just a. It is one of those buzzwords that's out there. Okay. But you know, but I, I, when I think of cloud, I think of like you know, the pictures that we have of, like, you know, that you see of networking, you know, like distributed systems or, you know, or any sort of, like, distributed, you know, computing system where you have, like, you know, one computer on one on one side, another computer on another side of, like, a PowerPoint slide. Right. And then you have this cloud. Like, literally, you, like, you go out and, and get an image of a cloud and you right. just connect those, you know, through lines, you connect the computers to the cloud. Um, and, like, and so it's just, like, you know, it's just like something that you know. It's just like sort of like the, to me the symbol for the the internet itself. Okay. You know, it's just like whatever whatever the internet okay. is doing. That's okay. the cloud, right? Okay. Um, I think the the more traditional not not traditional but the the, the definitions that emerged recently mm-hmm. is that the cloud is like you know a data center of like you know things that are that are crunching on your on your on your data. Right. Um, like you know, like back end servers or doing ultra mm-hmm. distributed systems. And I think that's that's a recent invention to mm-hmm. some extent. A recent concept but it's like but it's stuck. Like right. I mean that's sort of like how, how we think about it now. But I think it's it's helpful to go back and think of the cloud as just sort of like, you know, just go back to those slides. It's just you know, the thing that that's connecting, you know, one process to another process. right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Recent. Yeah. Reason of- yeah. And, like, what kinds of things are you doing that, that interacts with the cloud, or what kind of cool projects have you seen lately that relates to the work that you care about? Right. So, I mean, I, I think with, with robotic systems, what we're really trying to do is have like, is, you know, is have some reasonable level of interoperability. Mm-hmm. So, um, so, when I started with this, we started, um, you know, back at when I was a, a grad student at USC. Mm-hmm. Um, they had the Player Stage project, mm-hmm. so um, so Brian Gerkey, who was a lab mate of mine, yeah. and um, and other people, other students who were students and postdocs who were working with my robotics group. Um, you know, there was a need to have robot systems that could that could work and, right. and interoperate, so that you could develop modules and you know and, and work get them to work with other modules and minimize the the pain it took to get uh, <laughs> the your robot working. Right, so they came up with Player Stage which was really like a client server sort of model. Like right. you know, like you had processes that ran on the robot, client processes that ran on, you know, there was actually a controller for your robot and they would talk right. over over a over a network connection. Clicket right. connection. And um, and you know, and you didn't really care like how things were implemented on the client or the server. Right. All you cared about was the protocol on the on the line. Right. And, you know, and stage eventually moved into being the robot operating system, which is now, yeah, Ross. blown yeah. up ROS, yeah. and it, you know yeah. it, it's you know it's doing really these things that sort of like is you know it's running you know people ask are you running ROS on your robot and you know <laughs> is ROS available and mm-hmm. and you know and I think that that's provided a lot of a lot of good things in terms of interoperability, mm-hmm. but now it's sort of you know what got lost in that was the protocol. Okay. You know, like how do we how do we just you know how do we provide interoperability through just making sure that. We, we provide a clear message mm-hmm. transport and mm-hmm. um, and uh, and um, message container okay so that we can we can parse those things easily mm-hmm. um, and it turns more into like being a build and distribution system you know? right. it's like it's it's really like sort of a robot version of, of AppGet, get right. of more than anything else right. or you know or, or devs mm-hmm. um, but like um, but you know but what we try to do so so with that, like what my group has really really thought about is like how do we just, you know, how do we have the protocol? How do we emphasize the basic, you know, interoperability through the basic protocol mm-hmm. so we can have a bunch of different systems, a bunch of different robots and and user interfaces mm-hmm. and and, and processes running on, on, on the cloud right. be <laughs> able to work together seamlessly easily. Mm-hmm. So so a few years back, um, a few years back my uh, my group and I just, you know, like, I, I had somebody, I had a postdoc in my lab, uh, Trevor J. and, uh, and you know, and I was like, we should, we should make a Flash interface for robots so we can make, you know, get our robots online and... And, usable, and, you know, we get lots of people, you know, working with our robots. Mm-hmm. And Trevor, you know, being, you know, you came from a software engineering background said, why, why would you use Flash? It's a terrible idea. Right. And he said, well, you know, you said you should use JavaScript and HTML5. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you mean, JavaScript, that thing that makes my text Flash in my browser, and, you know, do I put, like, a little under-construction <laughs> sign next to it? And, uh, and like, uh, and he was like, no, no, JavaScript is so much better. Yeah. And, like, and it's... And you know, there's so much you can do with it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, you know, I don't believe it until I see it. And he was so right. And mm-hmm. so, um, and so, at that time, WebSockets was coming out, mm-hmm. WebGL was coming out, mm-hmm. and and more importantly, he said like, you know, you should use JSON because JSON is very mm-hmm. easy to parse, very a very good container for mm-hmm. for messages. And so, you know, ROS being a published subscribe system, that just mm-hmm. used. Um, that just, just just use basic topics. Right. All we did was we took those raw topics, represented them as JSON. JSON. Okay. We could transport those over TCP or WebSockets or UDP, right. and that provided a lot of the basic um, interoperability that we wanted. Okay. So, so with that, we were able to actually, I think, put together a protocol that mm-hmm. was like, like I think the. One of the first protocols in robotics that could be easily interoperated mm-hmm. between the inter- inter- interoperability between lots of heterogeneous systems. So right. you know, from your big PR2 mobile manipulator, or mm-hmm. or um, you know, like uh, you know, big huge like autonomous car, right. to like you know, basic. Tiny little robot or iRobot right. create right. an embedded platform, something that's running Ubuntu, mm-hmm. and more importantly for us, like a web browser, mm-hmm. like because the, the web we saw is like a way to get our robots out and study human robot interaction right. at scale. Right. And so, uh, and so, really, since then, you know, we've we've turned that we've, we've open sourced a lot of the stuff that we we're doing. In terms of clients, from the protocol itself, and is that robot tools? This robot robot web tools. Okay. So at the core of that is is uh bridge, which is okay. the, this of this JSON-based protocol that we that we um, that we came up with. Okay. As well as um, as well as you know a lot of front-end things you can do like right. uh, like so you can subscribe you know, client libraries in a number of different languages, right. uh, but JavaScript is in the browser, which is a big deal. Right. And um, as well as, like, 3D visualization and, and things like that. And it's just, you know, and that that really is, has taken off. Right. so we get lots of usage, a lot of, because we release open source, we got a lot of usage. Right, right. Yeah. Sweet, sweet. So what would you want of the cloud? Um, <laughs> uh, well, you know, I think, I think in a, there's, there's a number of things we want. I think there's two real basic things we want from the cloud. Mm-hmm. We want to be able, you know, we want to be able to have uh, have core interoperability across a number of different systems. So okay. I came up at a time when there was like Nobel networks and you know token ring right. and you know Mac formatted. hard, You know there was like if you the, the difference between being a Mac person and a PC right. person was like it was a, truly be, substantial. You know, right. Yeah. Like because right. those things didn't didn't work together. Right. So through TCP/IP mm-hmm. through Having web browsers that run mm-hmm. on everything, mm-hmm. you that dip, that distinction just goes it, away and erases, okay. and you're really you're not focused on like on um, you're not focused on like um, which particular operating system or the, the the details of that. You're worried about what you're actually want to do, which right. is you know video games or right. you know right. some, or some sort of large data task or right. something like that. Um, you want to have, so I think like that's that's one of the things that the this cloud one. can provide. Okay. Um, the other thing. Is to be able to provide you know large-scale computational yeah. resources. Okay. okay. To be able to timeshare robots. Mm-hmm. To be able to to you know to, to push hard processing tasks like right you know, offload them. Yeah. Off, right. Offload those tasks. You know, um, some people use the term web brains for robots. And, right. You know that that's a catchy term. Right. But like you know but it, it's kind of it, you know it's kind of what you want but you can't think of it as sort of like like I can just offload all my computation right. onto onto a onto the onto the cloud, right? Because then you know, because we just generate our robots generate tons of data, right? And um, and so with that, like we have to now we have, you can't just we have to then be smart about how we're communicating that data, right? Compression, right. Transport, um, security, you know, security, huge, okay. huge issue. Okay. Uh, privacy, you know, privacy that results, right? Um, you know, it makes you rethink all the you know the whole network stack on down. Okay. Um, you know, like you know from, you know, like if you're streaming like a point cloud, mm-hmm. 3D point cloud you're getting from Microsoft Connect, mm-hmm. you want to be able to like, you, you know, CDMA may not like make a lot of sense to like, you know, you might want to have TDMA to make sure that you like, that you have a reserve slot so you can stream the data right. properly. Right. You know, um, you know, UDP is always a much better choice because you really care about what you, what's happening in the current, but, right. you know, um, but like even that might be, you know, may not be exactly what we want. Right. Right. Um, And so, you know, and then you start thinking about compression. You you have to rethink compression for three-dimensional data, Mm -hmm. for control data, for Mm -hmm. things that have, Mm -hmm. you know, have a a critical time component. So, I think that makes us rethink the whole network (laughs) stack and structure all the way down. So, it sounds like there are many things that need to be resolved, but it's a fun time to be doing what you're doing. I I think it is. I think, you know, but... I would also hope that my, my, you know, as roboticists, we tend to think about the mechanical platform and, right. and like, the mathy part of it. But, right. like, I, I think this is a time we really need to start thinking about the systems, right. software aspects of robotics right. because I don't want to think about, I don't want to, like, make a great robot and then afterwards realize, oh, it's insecure and inefficient network-wise, and so right. I can't really use it. Like, right. Right. now's a good time to really think about those issues. So. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. All right, well, Chad, thank you for your time and we will come back and check and see how things are going a little bit later. All right, thanks.